two, one. No, that's not going anywhere. No. (laughs) (laughs) This time, I'm starting off the episode. (laughs) Yaz, sit down. (laughs) Wait your turn. I'm sad. They want to hear from me. (laughs) Not you. (laughs) All right, guys. What is up in the hood? My name is Serena. My name is Yaz. And we're ready for this week's episode of Send the Location. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hey, it's me. I don't know where you are tonight, but I'm sending you the location. I hope to see you soon. We're back. Two girls, one mic. Yaz keeps yelling at me for moving the microphone around. Got it again. <laughs> and this week we have lots of fun stuff. We did a little Q&A anonymously on Instagram. Which, to be honest, brings in some fucked questions. Which is actually hilarious because it just shows how little you guys want to ask us when your name is attached to it. Yeah. So, excuse me, sir. Next time you want to ask a question, attach the name. Attach the name. Like, the questions that I got on my, like, individual personal Q&A mm-hmm. for my YouTube video were so soft and sweet yeah. and gentle. When I did my Instagram one, too, and, like, your names were attached... The questions were so wholesome. I put an anonymous ask whatever up yeah. there. Oh my god, you people we did not hold back whatsoever. But like, I love that. But I'd also want to know who's asking the questions out here. Bro, Sam, I want to, like, I, I feel like there's a way to cheat the system. Yeah, like, I don't care. I just want to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's giving Ask FM in high school, which I don't know if you guys were around for I that time. I used to time. fuck with Ask FM. Yeah, so like, Ask FM was somewhere that people would like anonymously ask questions on your wall yeah super similar to this but it was usually about like liking a boy or liking a girl and or it's like give me a rating yeah 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 things like that yeah it was like i don't know our junior year's hinge basically it was like being on a dating site you know what i mean (laughs) yeah but it was like weird because like you'd post the answers to your questions and like people would just see the questions people ask but like you could ask yourself questions too. Yeah. So you never knew if people were like actually getting asked something or if like they were asking themselves those questions. Bro, I fucking know. I remember there'd be a few that would make me feel cool. Like if it was like a guy from another school that I thought was like cute and mm-hmm. he'd be like, who are the cutest girls from St. David's? And I'm like, they would and name then, you? Yeah, I'd be like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that can't be me. Like, I never asked that question. Me then asks myself a question about Just like so you the can boy. talk about him. <laughs> You were toxic from the beginning. You know, toxic. Like, I played games since literally grade nine. I was getting uh, bro. We played Ask FM. Played. <laughs> we played. We used Ask FM in like grade six, didn't we? No. Really? Yeah. Why did I feel like I was a baby? No. Because I remember people like being like something about cross country, and like I did that in elementary school. <laughs> no, I don't think that it was. No. Mm-mm. Okay, maybe my timelines are a little mixed up. You know what? We might have been in grade eight. So you might have been in grade seven. Yeah, because I feel like it was elementary school. Because a lot of my friends were in high school, which we can get into one day talking about story times. But I got mixed up with high school kids when I was still in elementary school. You were hanging out with high school kids? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. We love the older boys. It was more so... It was more so girls. Oh, yeah, like, was it? But then I'd, to be with I'd go to the parties. <laughs> <laughs> Calculated from the beginning. <laughs> had, to, had to make a name for myself before I got into high school. <laughs> when I got to high school, we were so immature. Like, people would, like, flip people's kilts. Did you guys do that? They banned kilts at my school because <laughs> girls wouldn't wear underwear with them. 
Okay, that's whack. Actually, okay, I, I don't know if I wore on. <laughs> that's whack. But I'm like, did I? Wear? Yeah, I must have. No, but like, I don't know how many girls were like, let me show you my not under, <laughs> like, under my skirt. I'd rather wear like a cute thong. You know what I mean? I feel like in grade nine, I can't even remember what I was doing at that time. I, I actually remember like somebody flipped my kilt and then I got stuck under my backpack and like my ass was fully out. And this was like the first week of grade nine. Oh my god! I had to convince my mom that I needed thongs in grade nine. <laughs> genuinely because you could see the like the granny panty lines <laughs> through my khaki pants because we had light colored uniform like i had to explain to my mom it's i'm not losing my virginity tomorrow i just need a thong <laughs> I feel like i actually just want to have friends after this week yeah literally That's but the funny. issue was when i would go and stay with my dad my dad would sometimes want to be like a wholesome little bean and do my laundry for me and you're like no dad you can't see my oh underwear. my god he literally like hung them all up the one time like, oh. <laughs> that's uh. funny as fuck Okay, anyways, I don't know where we... We just went off on a tangent about Ask FM. But, but basically, we went to Catholic school, and there's a lot of stories. And I had a very restricted childhood, and that explains a lot of my behavior these days. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My parents were fantastic. My parents were not strict at all. Um, but I still snuck up. Okay, anyways, guys. Um, so this week, we don't have an exact direction of where we're going with the episode. Don't but say that. We say that every episode. <laughs> Like, I literally have to edit that out every fucking time. I think you should leave this in. It's realistic. This is actually what happens on Sunday location. Anyways, we have been to a lot of influencer events recently, and I just feel like I need to share some stuff that I've learned. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I'm telling a story, and this girl is literally scrolling through Instagram beside me. Okay. Like, it, are you an iPad kid or what? <laughs> no, it's just the issue is. No, you're an iPad kid. Serena, I do that too. Serena and I live the story together and then we talk about the story after probably three times. We and t- then we tell you the no, story. No, we tell someone else about the story in a, <laughs> in, a, in a social venting environment and then we come on here and we share the story. So when she tells you something and I don't seem engaged, I have been <laughs> engaged. <laughs> she just tunes me out it's fine i'm fine no like and i know when to interject because i know exactly like what point in the story where the plot line goes and then i'm like yeah it would make more sense if you knew where i was going with it but as we just established we don't know where we're going with this back to my anyways um am i am i I supposed to tell the story about at one yeah actually yeah i think (sighs) i feel like you should start this off here's Here's the thing. I think that when we talk about the world of like influencing and events and stuff, it's just kind of important to note that it's a small community, especially in the city of Toronto. Very small. Very small. Like probably what? 20 to 30 people. 30 tops. people that you see like every single time. And mm-hmm. then maybe like different media people or like if you end up at something that is a part of a different niche, then you see yeah. different people. But a lot of the time you're seeing the same characters. Yeah. We only got into this world like this year yeah within this year so like it's since not like, like january really it's not like we've been going to events for a super long time and i started going like pre-pandemic to a few everything got shut down and then january happened so i didn't know anyone going into events me and serena weren't even like going to events together no beforehand well i didn't even start going to events until like february whenever the pandemic eased up this yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah. 
where I'm going with this. <clears throat> you meet a lot of people and with that, it's kind of hard to build genuine relationships or like connections. But if you start to see the same people around, you get more comfortable with those characters mm-hmm. and, you know, you just try to kind of know the people that you can go and say hi to. And you know how to like interact with people. Cause I feel like a lot of these like internet characters they're a lot different than you would think in person. So yeah. you have to know how to handle like every kind of person that you're going to see there. Yeah. And to be honest, I've met a lot of people that I can tell are a bit similar to me and just that they're like more anxious and mm-hmm. reserved and introverted and they're not necessarily the first person to go up and start a conversation. So the more events that I've gone to, I'm cool to go and like say hi and introduce myself. Yeah. But with that, you kind of don't know wh- where someone's at or what they're actually like in person. And you kind of just want to go in with the best head on your shoulders because you're meeting that person for the first time and that's the impression that they're going to have of you. Yeah, exactly. With that being said, (laughs) I had a very interesting encounter with someone that Mm -hmm. uh, Yaz has actually known for a while, um, but I recently met them at events like here and there. The first time I met them actually was without Yaz. Um, And I'm not going to lie, like my first impression, like I was with my sister, is this too specific? Or is it fine? <laughs> it's fine. I think that the most important thing about when we talk about shit is just that it never seems like catty or gossipy. Yeah, this isn't meant to be like, like I'm not, I don't want to say nothing against her because like what she said to me was really offensive. So like, I guess kind of like an offense. I don't know how to explain it. Like I had no problems with anyone, honestly. Like yeah. Yaz and I are very chill. I don't have a problem with anyone. Um, It's just kind of to give you an insight of like, the situation how some people are mm-hmm. so anyways the first time i met this girl i was um with my younger sister at i brought her as a plus one to this event thing and i mean she seemed like nice but it was the first time i met her and like i kind of got the vibe that she was being like overly nice like almost to the point where i couldn't tell if it was genuine or not like if she genuinely wanted to like get to know me or care or just wanted to like act like she did yeah and I don't care. Like, if you don't care to know me, like, cool, that's fine. But, like, don't pretend to care to know me because I don't like that. Like, I can tell. Um, anyways, she made a few comments here and there about how, like, Yaz and I were pretty much meant to be friends and, like, how she thought the podcast was going to blow up. But when she was saying it, it just seemed like there was this, like... Underlying tone. Yes. Like, this, like, like... condescension. Yes. Or, like, like, almost, like, derogatory. Like, she meant something, like, negative, behind it even though like the words were positive in theory just the way she was looking at me and saying it i was like okay it's like when your mom tells you that they like your outfit but like it's really hoish and like they don't want to tell you to take it off but like yeah so you know that the compliment isn't coming from a genuine place and they are going to be judging you and bringing up that outfit for the rest of your life yeah yeah literally um so yeah that was my first encounter with her um she also posted a picture of me at this event and like tagged me in it like that as was, if like we were friends. That was whack. Yeah. And it was whack because of my own backstory, which again, I don't need to get into because mm-hmm. I don't think that it needs to be a thing online, but I had had my own experience with this person and it was a negative experience and Serena knew that. Mm-hmm. But I told her 
I have I have my own experience with people. You can have your own experience with yeah, people. Yeah, like it wasn't have, like I had a pre-impression no, of no, her no, or anything. I, and I didn't say anything in a way even that, yeah. you know what I mean, suggested. I just kind of said, I'm not going to be that close with this person. Yeah. But I have nothing against them and I have nothing against someone that I'm friends with being their friend. Yeah, like we're like mature. It's not yeah. like that. Yeah, um, uh, if you're not like that at this age, like... What are you doing? <laughs> reevaluate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> when I saw that, I it just immediately reminded me of what my whole concern and frustration towards this person was. Yeah. And it was just that everything was incredibly calculated and incredibly manipulative. And that brings us back to like the whole like influencer Olympics type thing, like where she posted this picture of me, like, and the way that it was posted and like the way it was tagged was like, we went there together almost, or like that we were like hanging out almost. But in reality, like I had just met her for the first time and like, I personally don't post who I'm with really on anything. Nah. I'm very private about like who I'm hanging out with and like I don't know, I'm just like not like that. So like when I see this person who like already had made commentary at me that I couldn't tell was like positive or negative and then like post this story of me like after the event, like tag me after, like it wasn't even when I was there. It was like when we all went home. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it after, I was like this is really weird and I just like liked the tag and that was it. Yeah. And it was an event that I was supposed to go to, too, which is hilarious. Yeah. I just decided I wasn't up for it that day. Yeah. And I feel like that person really took advantage of that because they were like, I can... Like, be friends. Make, like, I can make the narrative look different yeah. than it is. But it's just so... Which is so whack. It just brings it back to the fact that a lot of the things that people in this industry do are very calculated and intentional. Like, that posted picture almost was like, hey, look who I'm with and who I'm friends with now type thing. Um, not even in like a flexy way like not like no, that no, no. it's just like to get people talking like everything's yeah. kind of for like a conversation yeah like oh like oh my god look did you see they were together like they're friends now yeah and it's just very like so a lot of things that you see online i just genuinely now know because i've seen enough of it over mm-hmm. the last year like some internet friendships don't go that deep. That person they're knows not even friends. Like, that it's just like a calculated like business decision. Yeah, that for they're sure. gonna post each other. It's gonna help their networks, for sure. And like we said, so like a lot of these things that we go to, like there's a lot of the same people like around all the situations. So like fast forward to like the actual situation that we were talking about. Um, we had this other um event. It was at like this Italian restaurant. And I went there in very, very casual clothing because, like, I forget what I was doing that day, but I was just, like, not honestly not in the mood to get dressed, get ready, put on something cute. Like, I didn't care to. Whatever. We go to this lunch thing, and I end up sitting across the table from, like, that same girl and, like, a couple other girls, whatever. And Yaz was at a different table. So I sat there. I ate with them. I had a fine time. I talked to Yaz a bit, too, because she was, like, just, like, a few people down. Whatever. That happened. That day was fine. I didn't notice anything went on. Whatever. The next event that we go to was at a hotel and it was a bigger event mm-hmm. and the girls there again. Like I said, we all run in the same circles. Uh, but this time, do you want to tell us like, yeah. how it happened? <laughs> Basically, we the event's winding down. Me and Serena were taking a while to finish our drinks and we had a reservation that was coming up in a bit. And it I guess- was also a tequila um, event. Like, so we had been drinking. Like, all of us had been drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, to preface, like, her, what that girl what, said. What, what happened? Yeah. Like, definitely was feeling a little tipsy from confident yeah. <laughs> to, to be saying that shit. Yeah. Um, so me, me and Serena were kind of just, like, finishing our drinks because we were waiting to go to our next reservation. And she comes and she sits with us 
and she's kind of talking to us about astrology and shit. Yeah, like she asked me what my um, what your sign what my was. sign was, and then she was talking about how some I'm not gonna say what sign because I really don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys to like figure this out, but. She was just talking about some of the characteristics behind her sign and then saying that she wasn't actually like that when something something was like about being Mm two-faced and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) but I continued. I just continued to just chat, whatever, just was listening. Mm -hmm. Where this got a little um, interesting was (laughs) when she started talking about Serena's sign and some of the pre-assumptions of like who you are based off of my social media no based off of like your zodiac and then was like oh and when it comes to your social media uh, yeah yeah yeah. serena you definitely seem like you would be such a bitch yeah <laughs> and she was like and me and my friends were talking about you <laughs> and we were like she's actually a lot nicer in person but online you just think that she's just really rich and she's just saying screw you i can get a nose job and you can't and mommy and daddy pay for blah, blah, blah. And mommy and daddy like pay for everything. And me and Serena literally jaws open. And then she has the audacity to say that I just seem like the sign that she was describing that she wasn't. She goes, if I didn't know your sign, like, I would think that you're this. The two-faced one. I'm like, oh my god. This girl. Like. <laughs> and you know what? I get it. You can make assumptions about being online. But, like, I had talked to her now multiple times. And, like. To just come out and say that you and your friends are talking shit about me. Yeah. And then saying that, like, I actually act like the sign that you were so glad that you weren't. weren't. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh. Okay. <laughs> I think one of, oh, I think one of the worst parts about that is she had said shit like that to me before. Mm-hmm. She'd bring up, me and my friend were talking about you. And <laughs> we decided, like, this. And I was like. Oh, it's bold to to talk yeah. and gossip about people. It's even fucking bolder to bring up that you did it and then share what that like negative assumption was in a way that she twists it and she makes it a compliment. Yeah, yes, exactly. And that brings it back to like what we were saying the first time I met her. It's like she was making these comments about like how she was talking shit pretty much with her friends about me and like same thing happened with Yaz. But the whole point to her at the end of it was like, but like, we realize that we're wrong. And you're like, well, like, what? I don't even know how to explain. Like, there was no like need for it. It was just like unnecessary commentary where even when she was like, but we were wrong. It's like, I can tell that you still had that condescending tone Yeah, where like, you're probably telling me that you thought you were wrong, Mm -hmm. but you're going to go back and tell your friends that you were right. No, genuinely. And this probably just seems, like, so mysterious and whatever, but, like, this is just kind of, like, the forefront of, like, influencers in general, almost, because you never know what people are showing, like, what people are showing online, sorry, versus, like, what they're telling you in person versus, like, what they're going to go back and say to their friends and, like, whatever. You're just sucked into this, like, world where people are, like, they pretend they're so transparent, but you literally don't know. You don't know, and it's, like, that's, again, why I think I, I heard someone say this recently was just, like, we need to stop looking up to influencers mm-hmm. or like people on social media or celebrities so much as like who our idols are and actually look at real people in our lives because yeah. we know a lot more about who they are is like a big picture than you do someone online, which yeah. I'm not saying don't stop following people or whatever, but 
just know that you're not seeing everything and we've had to learn that the hard way and it definitely opened my eyes too about just always making sure that I show the most genuine side of myself yeah. that I would want someone to walk away from yeah. and be like I fuck with this person or like they are who they seem to be online like yeah. it just reminded me and kind of reiterated how important like your image is even just meeting someone for the first time and just being yourself yeah that's the one thing too that like in the past like because i just got into this like really heavily like towards like the end of last year and my friends like in my home city like i love them a lot but they feel the need to talk a lot about like what i do and stuff and the thing is they're really basing a lot of the stuff now off of like only what they see online because i don't live in that city anymore like i don't see them all on a regular basis and so i'll hear some stories from like my ex-boyfriend like called me a couple times and he was like oh like this person was saying this and like that person was saying that but like i told him like to shut it down pretty much and i'm like well they're saying all these things because they're only seeing what i'm posting online Mm -hmm. and they're not even like taking me as a real person anymore because they're like oh regardless of what i see in serena in person like she's still posting like this this and that and like sorry but that's literally social media like you're selecting what to post it's not real like <laughs> and i don't know how much somebody can like describe that but it's just not real that's atrocious <laughs> that's so bad speaking of influencer events i just got sent a photo of myself oh my from one on sunday and I oh my god i want to see the one of me and my sister i look homeless anyways backtracking a little bit um it's just a little bit crazy because some of the times that like I hear things or even like people have said things to me about like yes for example um here I'll give you the mic back <laughs> I, took, I was very passionate about the subject I took the mic um it's just like sometimes people like forget all of a sudden like when you start posting that like your real life personality is so different from what you're posting online like online is not a personality it's literally just pictures and videos and like it, it doesn't count yeah like what happens in real life like your actual interactions matter so much more so like we just said about like looking up to those influencers like don't look up to them too much because you don't know them in real life it's the same situation just opposite <laughs> like, literally i think that's why i cared to start posting more on youtube and mm-hmm. also just like talking on tiktok more. or even having this podcast just genuinely like anywhere where you can get to know us and i feel confident sharing who i am yeah. and like who we are together like we don't talk shit we've just recently just been going through weird situations weird situations and sharing that with you we think is valuable because it's stuff that you deal with in life outside of influencing it's stuff that i dealt with in the workplace in high school in university meeting friends like you're you're meeting two-faced people regardless of where you are but it's just really important to like take and learn from that and not necessarily need to go and spread it like yeah people in your hometown are but just learn maybe not to fuck with that person yeah or like just don't speak on things that you don't know about like same thing goes like the whole point of that whole influencer story was really just to like watch what you're saying and like don't speak on things you don't know about and don't feel the need to be fake like at the end of the day like one thing Yaz and I are super happy with like I'm speaking for you right now but I think I I know this about you too like we love that we are very honest people like I'm gonna be the same with you whether I know you really well or I don't Mm -hmm. know you like that's one thing my personality is always very consistent and if I don't like you I won't hold that against you but I just won't hang around you like that's just I'm not gonna put my energy into being a friend to you or even like 
pretending to be because I don't need to be at this age. Like, there's no need for that. Um, so just recognizing, like, whether you're out or you're with other people, like, like you just said, like, work, home, school, whatever. Just recognizing, like, you don't need to be that person. Like, if you don't fuck with somebody, like, clearly she didn't fuck with us. Yeah. Don't pretend to. There's no, no need. No. And there also isn't always a need for confrontation is one thing that we've learned. Too. Yeah. Like we because, didn't say anything in that situation. No. We, I literally looked at Yaz. She looked at me. We were like, Oh, we had, <laughs> and the thing is, I just realized from having to confront something with that person at an earlier time. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no point. I already have my takeaway from that and how yeah. I perceive that person in that situation. Sometimes you don't need to go and tell that person how you feel about them when your mind's made up about, where you should take that situation yeah and there's no need for a reaction most of the time like no if something is the way it is you just heard it it there, is the way it is there's nothing to change about it it's the exact same if you're dating a guy yeah or like if you're wanting to date a guy and yeah. he's not giving you that attention you're not supposed to try and teach someone how to treat you yeah it's the same with friends and acquaintances it, everything yeah. like as long as you're happy with yourself and like what you're doing and the way yeah. that you're reacting that's really it just uh watch out kids <laughs> We are going to get into some of the questions that y'all asked on the anonymous Q&A. Do you want to play roulette? Do we just pick a random one and answer it? Yeah, let's do that. So let me just preface this a little bit with how this uh, platform works. So we posted a link on our stories and it was anonymous. So you guys asked questions and when they pop up for us, each individual question is hidden behind a little envelope. Mm Mm-hmm. So we can only open one at a time and look at one at a time. Um, And then, like, if you want to look at a different one, it hides again. Whatever. So we'll pick a random one, and then we have to answer it. Okay. Okay. Do you want to pick? Sure. I moved to Toronto from another country a while ago, but I feel like it's hard to make friends in your 20s. Hmm. I feel like during the pandemic, like, I was here for, like, literally almost a year in the city, and I didn't really make that many friends because we were all, like, locked inside. Same. Um, the biggest suggestion I have is literally just go out, like do your favorite things, like go to a workout class, go get breakfast by yourself, like go for a walk. I don't know. Just get out. Yeah. I genuinely think one of the best things that you can do is meet people in situations where you like that place. For me, I've met some cool people at Sweat and Tonic. Mm -hmm. I work out there and it's really easy and natural to strike up a conversation or ask someone a question about like a class that you were at. And then another thing that I was just going to say is literally social media. Like TikTok is such a good platform to find people that have similar interests to you. You don't need to have a platform to just reach out to someone and be like, Hey, love your TikTok. Thought maybe we could be friends. Like want to go grab drinks. Like that's literally how Serena and I became friends. So that's so true. You've got this. Don't take it too seriously. And also It's so easy to think that everyone else has their friend groups all situated and sorted out in their 20s and that, like, you're too late to make friends or, like, jump into something. That's not the case at all. And even, like we've said with everything today, people can be posting with people, but that doesn't mean that they've found people that they can be around or, like, feel comfortable with, so. Yeah, like, even for me, like, (laughs) you don't even, you guys, especially, honestly, don't even know my actual, like, friends from my home city. Yeah. Like, even, like, Yaz and I were friends for, like, a long time before we started posting that we were friends. Um, so, like, like, yeah, I don't even know. Lindsay, shout out to you. She's on no social media. (laughs) We love you, though. 
when I'm with my hometown friends, I literally am not on my phone. I'm not no, posting. I'm not because making TikToks. When you're not in that world, like, I feel guilty being on my phone in front yeah. of people. So, like, we just don't. But the point is, like, you never know, right? Okay. After your breakups, did you guys go through an emo girl phase? How long did it take <laughs> to get out of and how? Sorry, lol. Just a girl going through a breakup. I'm not I don't gonna think lie, you're going to like this answer. <laughs> What's your answer? I was going to say, I didn't have an emo girl phase. I didn't either. I think that the hardest thing for me was just figuring out how to do a lot of activities that I was used to doing with someone alone. Mm -hmm. Like it was just a little bit of like a psychological adjustment. I would say just keep yourself really occupied. That's always something that I do regardless of like if it's a breakup or like just going through something in my life. If I can keep my mind occupied, it just keeps me from having too much time. That applies to, like, not just to break up. Like, in any yeah. kind of situation that you're going through, that's kind of rough. Yeah. Just kind of taking some time and keeping busy. I know it's kind of the opposite of what people say to do. Like, just avoiding your feelings. Yeah. But one thing I thrive at is avoiding my feelings. Even when and I'm... I'm proud. Okay. I don't think I do it because I avoid my feelings. I think, too, it just reminds you that there's other things out there that are going to bring you joy. The one thing I'm just going to remind you to do is not fucking find a rebound <laughs> just cling on to that yeah don't do that please um but also it's not even avoiding your feelings necessarily like i say avoiding my feelings but i just mean like avoiding like thinking too deeply about things like if you're by yourself and you're just alone oh like God, you're giving all, yourself yeah like all you're gonna do is just like get in your head so just don't do that i gave myself after my breakup one night to watch sleepless in seattle cry <laughs> eat popcorn and then back to regular scheduled programming. I was going to say that actually one thing that we both do is we set a time for ourselves. Yeah. If we're, even if we're in a mood, yeah. we'll be like, hey, I have two hours. After these two hours, back to being a bad bitch. Actually, that sounds so stupid, but we actually do that. No, we do. We, we'll usually make a plan for ourselves so that we have to get ourselves out of that rut. So yeah. maybe do that. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Um, okay. What <laughs> are your astrology signs? PTSD. Uh, I'm a Libra. I'm a cancer. I'm really not a horoscope or zodiac girl. Don't ne- hate Neither me. of us are, yeah. yeah. So I don't really know what that shit means. I just know that mine is like the... I'm wearing a necklace for it, actually. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I'm wearing a necklace for it. Oh, no. It's the I other know. one. Oh. Um, it's like balance. So it's just about like being like diplomatic and... Oh. Yeah. I feel like that applies. My sign apparently is a really emotional one. <laughs> <laughs> Something went wrong. <laughs> Speaking from experience, um, I just think that they're false, but to each their own. I just think that everything is so vague that you could apply it to any situation. And I also think that, like, just because you're born in a certain month, like, also don't hate me for this. I feel like just because you're born in a certain month doesn't necessarily mean that you fall into this category. I know, like, you're going to tell me that I'm, like, every other person born in October. Yeah, like, no chance. No. No shot. Okay. Anyways. How are you guys so confident? I just think... We both, speaking for both of us right now, mm-hmm. went through phases in our lives where we really weren't. Yeah. And it was either that we were going to be down bad for the rest of our lives and just always speaking negatively on ourselves, or we were going to start to love things about ourselves and remind ourselves that we fuck with ourselves more than anything. Yeah. I was actually just thinking about this the other day because... On Friday night, I was with some people and we were playing a drinking game. Okay. And one of the questions that the person had to answer was like, what's something you value, I think? It was like, what do you value in the person across from you or something like that? 
or like what do you like about the person across from you something along those lines um and they said that the way that i carry myself mm-hmm. and it made me think back to like a couple years ago when i really didn't carry myself like this and i was like what happened to me like genuinely <laughs> me and my feels on a sunday i'm like what happened to me that made me this way um and i think that there was like i went through a phase where i genuinely hated who i was so bad this is so down bad of me to say this but i genuinely hated everything about me in my life like at one point i was just going through it i'm sure like one day i would like love to get into like the topic of like what happened to me but like it actually like, when i got out of it it just made me realize so much that there's so much to like be grateful for and like value about yourself Mm -hmm. that I would never want to ever go back there. And like that, like little flip thing, that switch Mm -hmm. since then, like there's no going back. It's like, you just realize you never want to be in that feel again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've just always had really bad anxiety and it not only would affect my relationships and like how much I would be worried about what other people, you know, think about me as Mm -hmm. like a friend and if they like me, it just kind of waterfalled into my fear of people's perception of me. Mm-hmm. And I just never was that confident. I was I was looking for validation from the Elsewhere, wrong places. Yeah. And it just wasn't coming from myself. So I think the most important thing that you need to do is just build up your own self-validation and self-worth. It's like the mental talk thing. Yeah. Like yours is like you're saying that your validation or whatever was like what was like helping you before. And like you realized like you didn't need that. And like yeah. you like evolved from yeah. there. Which is interesting because... Mm-hmm. It fucked with me again. I felt like I got so much better and then I started on social media. Yeah. And then I like hit that wall again. Yeah. Because if things weren't doing well or I was getting negative comments, then like it would okay, like get I was, down. I was, on I was you. yeah, then I was looking for validation what from like the amount of followers I had or yeah. like, the amount of views or the amount of likes or what people were saying. When it shouldn't matter, yeah. And then I started to hate doing social media. And I kind of just got to a place there again where I was like, either I'm gonna read every negative comment and let it get to me and change who I am based Mm -hmm. on what other people think of me or I'm just going to be the most genuine version of myself and if people like that they like that and And if if they they don't don't, they don't don't. Mm -hmm. but at least I'm happy with myself yeah that's so true yeah I feel that so weird it's so crazy that people like grow up in different situations because mine was so opposite mine was so like me like I was the one who was down bad on myself all the time Mm -hmm. and like other people were so nice not always obviously I was like bullied as a child like who wasn't literally it made me stronger as an adult (laughs) but I'm saying like there was a time where I was so like it was like nobody else but me making me feel like that so it's opposite because it was like it took me being like why are you actually hating yourself right now like literally why yeah um and then like to find that from like within this is so lame of me to say but to find that from like within yourself to be like hey the only person hating on you right now is yourself so chill yeah and sit back (laughs) someone said i feel like our generation is so fucked up and guys don't actually give a fuck about finding true love or their soulmate anymore this would be a good question to ask a guy yeah i think it would my opinion on that i think it really depends what stage of life a person is at and i think that i've seen a lot of guys outgrow that stage yeah I mean, I think, like, I don't think that it's something that people are stuck in forever. I no, think I don't think it's our generation necessarily. Like, I think that right now, maybe because of social media, it's talked about more. Yeah. But I think it's always been a thing. No, it's 100% been a thing. I think in the 1800s, there was yeah. still fuck boys. Yeah, of course. They were like, still saying, like, I love you, babe. Like, let's have sex before marriage. Yeah, and then they, like, now you're just hearing you. about it more. So, yeah. 
I think no matter what, like people will go through their phases. Um, maybe now post pandemic, it also seems like a little bit heavier on the people fucking around phase, which it's also summer. I think it's valid though. Like at this point, people were cooped up for two years. Don't get too caught up in people not wanting to be in a relationship right now. Like give it a minute. Also, if you're meeting people and you're starting to talk to a guy, don't be going into it with your chosen outcome, like already laid out. And (laughs) you know what I mean? You're waiting for them to get on the same page as you. Yeah. Or like, just enjoy. (laughs) Gaz and I were just talking about this today. (laughs) Just enjoy what's going on right now in the moment. Um... (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) the whole pep talk that i had with serena which (laughs) was a little fucked up let's not talk about a pep talk it was it was a pep talk it was a pep talk okay i just think it's important right now (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna aggressive i'm gonna hold the mic (laughs) let me start off by saying it wasn't a pep talk it was i'm a very realistic person and i don't like to prolong negative situations if i don't have to see the thing here is that people need to know it's not a negative situation (laughs) it's making you happy in the moment and i genuinely think living in the moment is a little bit more important right now than it is to lay out our whole fucking lives our financial plans and like what house we're going to be buying in 20 years (laughs) so like if you don't know if you're gonna actually end up still fucking with someone in fucking five months Uh. who knows i don't care like (laughs) okay neither do i but when you're talking never mind never mind (laughs) like what is happening to this girl let's not start i will throw you under the bus right now on this podcast i threw myself under the bus last week bitch did you you did it was like it was like a mutual let's just take each other down off the (laughs) glass Uh, let's just say it's been a hot girl summer it will continue to be continue to be i can't even speak english i promise you hot girl summer is not over it's not over babe it's thriving thriving and we're living in the moment and not worrying about the future yeah see my pep talk fucking work (laughs) shut the fuck up (laughs) let's let's call our first guest Hello? This is how you know someone's always on their phone. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey. I assumed it's you. It's the two of us. What's up? I just took my grandma to the doctor's. Oh, that's so wholesome. How is she? She's okay. She just has allergies. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'll post, a little, I'll post a little story in a second. You're just trying to get the girls, like, sympathy. <laughs> She's 95, by the way. They're going to be like, oh, you're such a good... Oh, my God. You're such yeah, a good 100%. grandson. I'm, I'm the whole, whole... I go to church. I'm trying to get... He's like, I'm the whole we package. We still haven't gone to church yet, by the way. So, I don't know. Who, who when to go to when did we talk about going to church? I haven't been to church since high school. Dad, that explains it. what's up what's up uh we just had a question okay okay um someone said that they feel like our generation is fucked up and guys don't actually give a fuck about finding true love or their soulmate anymore how do you feel about that um 
it's like a 50 50 thing right like there's there's a group of people that definitely don't give a fuck but at the same time there's people out there you know looking for the true love and they're trying to settle down i think it's a matter of who's been traumatized that's my grandma talking <laughs> yeah yeah it's okay um it's a matter, it's a matter of it's a matter of like who's been like fucked up or not or fucked over i think so even because your even your friends though that you would say don't give a f- fuck don't you think that that's just like a phase like it's just something that they're going through right now also i was gonna say that oh, i feel like there's some well, people who like haven't I, been traumatized who yeah know, yeah 100 percent. but i also feel like so say for example someone's a fuck boy like if they meet the right person they'll 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 act right for that person that they like you know yeah i think it's a matter of just like finding that right person See, you are exactly on my side of a conversation I was having today. So thank you. No, no, clearly not. I'm right. I'm always right. No, because let me just give a vague answer to this. Uh, (laughs) Even if you find the person that you fuck with, doesn't mean you're going to quit your behavior. Some of us have been stopped in our tracks. From experience, experience, like I I really fucked with somebody. Uh And, you know, I was completely loyal and I did whatever... I need to do to like keep the relationship healthy and and I gave it a hundred and ten percent. But that that's me giving hundred percent. But for example, say if you get like fucked over or boundaries get pushed, um, someone like me could get kind of you can kinda of taint that because you're like, okay, I give all this effort in but then I'll get fucked over and then you can get kinda of salty. But you know, in a situation like that. But most most times, like, you'll kind of realize, like, if you really like the person like and it's worth if it's it. reciprocated. Yeah, if it's reciprocated, then boom. Fucking get married, have kids. Kidding. Okay, honestly, you guys trying to have kids anytime soon? Before 30? Before 30? Uh, no. I'm planning on adopting. I mean, like, I don't even know if I want kids. Yeah. We're not leaving this in. Yeah, y- y'all too uh, selfish for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you trying to have kids? Soon? Nah, I gotta make I gotta make that money first, and then once I, once I'm like loaded, like fuck you money, then then I consider. It. Okay, I feel I like I feel it. like that's why like Kylie Jenner wasn't worried when yeah, like Travis literally. knocked her up at 21. You know what I mean? It was kind of like good. I don't actually have to watch this kid. It's just vibing. Okay, yeah. so like no money is freedom. Um. It's not, it's not, it's not necessary to be the happiest, but. It no, it's true. It is freedom. Yeah, no, it, I agree. All right. Well, whatever. Yeah. well, I hope your grandmother um, is doing well and she gets her antihistamines that she needs. Um, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Appreciate you. Okay. Someone asked, how would you deal with a situation ship if you were really into it? But you have heard from a lot of people that the guy is a walking red flag. Would you listen or would you want to find out for yourself? I feel like it depends on the situation, like how worth it it is and like what you want from it. Yeah. Like if I genuinely don't care for anything out of the situation and like they're a red flag, that's cool with me. It's more so if you're thinking you can change him. Yeah. Like if you like like them. a red flag. Yeah. Like if you want to like date them or like you want to like do something like long term with them, then like, okay, then probably listen to the fact that they're a red flag and like don't go for it. Um, but if you don't care and it's just like for fun, like I feel like that that's the situation I'm in kind of right now. Like if you don't care and it's fun, then then I think that it's, it's fine. It's fine. 
But I think something that I learned out of meeting people and having a background of who they are because I know people that they know versus meeting someone and I don't know anyone that they know. I've always preferred being with someone that I've kind of had like a police check on, if you know what I mean. Like I'm confident that they're a good person to other people, that yeah. they treat their friends well, that kind of thing. I think though it depends because like you can be a really, really great person, like a really kind person, um, but still be a red flag. Those are the kind of people that I like. <laughs> but if you meet their friends, which we've learned through firsthand experiences, I might have done us a little dirty. Some men will pick up on. Oh, oh, I know. You're if your about. friends are a red flag, <laughs> maybe you are Why too. Why are you looking at me like that? You're the red flag. <laughs> I might have given red flag vibes. And then my behavior may have reinforced her red flag vibes and then somehow we both got in trouble from the same man anyways <laughs> what, I, what i'm trying to put out there is if you meet someone's friends and you're able to get a picture of who they are based on that trust it like wait this is so i'm doing myself dirty yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. he was right i was gonna say this is so like doing ourselves dirty but like one thing that we've experienced so much recently mm-hmm. was like obviously me and yaz have been like talking to people like since we've been single and whatever and one thing is like if you try to come across as like a wholesome little bean um but like you you tell stories where like your friends are doing really fuck things and like you conveniently leave out the fact that like you are also you part also- of them <laughs> doing the fuck things like you would think that leaving yourself out of doing the fuck things would like save your ass and like you would consistently be like this wholesome little bean no 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 completely wrong people aren't stupid they weren't born yesterday somebody that i know literally says i may have been born on a tuesday but it wasn't last tuesday (laughs) (laughs) and i actually laugh so hard when they say that because i'm like okay that's fair um so all I'm saying is, regardless you are of, your, a reflection of your friends. Yeah. <laughs> so if someone is also giving you the warning that someone is a walking red flag and you think maybe they're not, maybe it's not really like that. They are. They definitely are a red flag. So either you're okay with that. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to take from that situation what it's going to be, which is probably you crying on your bathroom floor in three to four weeks. Yeah. Or you're just going to walk away. Yeah. Okay. Do with that what you will. Yes um let's ask a man okay let's call my friend i wonder how the service is going to be i think he's in saint tropez this is the international call (laughs) (laughs) it literally sounds like it's back in like the 1800s whenever you call someone when they're in a different country hello hello how are you very good how are you I'm good. Why do you sound so formal? I thought you were drunk. Ask me a question. You can ask me a question on the podcast. Yes, I am. Is that I'm okay? I'm live in the podcast right now. Uh, it's not live. It's being recorded. How would you deal with a situationship if you are really into it, but you've heard from a lot of people that the person is a walking red flag? Would you listen to them, or would you want to find out for yourself? No, I never ever listen to what other people say. I have to find out for myself always. Really. One hundred percent. I can vouch for that. Yeah, one hundred percent. If someone tells me, I, I told, I, I told them a plenty red flags and just completely ignored. But they've always came true. They've that. So, so the, the red flags always were true. Wait, when the red flag 
um, obvious. At, at least I've dealt with it myself, and I've, I've like I've had to, I don't know, just experience it myself. I can't listen to other people tell me I have to make but- my mind up. You're saying that that they always came true, that they always actually ended up being a walking red flag. Yes. <laughs> so wouldn't yes. you learn your lesson after that? What? Wouldn't you learn your lesson after that? Uh, no, because I never learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Uh, Ever. Uh, I feel like people can, like, because what if, what if that person has changed or what if, uh, if they act differently to you? Like... For example, like, mm, I don't know, I, I, I can't think No, of but I do, I do agree with what you're saying. Are I, you... feel like people, I, always people, I always think people respond differently to me than how they respond to other people. So, say someone had a bad history or, uh, or was problemed or did this or did that, I feel like they always respond differently to me. So I need to experience it myself in order to find out if they're a red flag or not. And to be honest, I'm willing to take a risk and see it for myself. And when the red flag becomes apparent... I'll, I'll know when to just cut it off. I get what you're saying, though. You're saying, like, the right person, like, isn't going to be a red flag to you. Or, like, if you're the right person for them, they're not necessarily going to, like, have those attributes that they did in, like, other relationships. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun playing with fire sometimes and figuring <laughs> that out. So you know that I like playing with fire? Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I'm aware. Um, thank you very much. Thank you so much. That's all from us. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay, Cheers. Soon. Cheers. Bye, Sammy. Bye, Sammy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Um, okay, that was interesting. I feel like I, I'm like that too. Like I like to play with fire. Like I don't really care. I'll see it for myself. But like a lot of people who are not like, I feel like it would have been beneficial to hear from somebody who is like the opposite side of like what yeah. we think. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, I think the issue too comes down to the fact. I don't know if I should say this. What? <laughs> I'm cocky as fuck. And I'll change that. No, genuinely. But I've been right. Like oh, I, I have settled down. So <laughs> some people who were not ready to settle down. Yeah. Sometimes just for the fun of it, and as soon as I got serious, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, <laughs> level achieved. No, like, I'm actually so bad. Oh, no, I can't even talk about this on the podcast anymore because, like, people on here just think I'm crazy, but it's not true. It's just certain situations that you feel like you need to prove a point. Yeah. And that's it. I also think sometimes by the time that I settled down that person that was a walking red flag, I really didn't want them anymore because I, like, <sighs> Yeah, my favorite part, though, is, like, not knowing if someone's a red flag or not and, like, not ever having the conversation to figure it out. My favorite part is when... (laughs) (laughs) These are my favorite situation ship topics. (laughs) My favorite part is when someone's a red flag and then I realize that they're not for me. No. No, you know what? They're not, like, a red flag to me. Oh, no. Literally, same. (laughs) And then I change you. And then I'm like, okay, bye. (laughs) And then I'm like, wait a minute. This is why you just never have that conversation. It's not even a conversation. It's when you. How do you realize it? (laughs) Give me the tea. I need to know. (laughs) When when they start to sim, like a little too hard. Mm. Mm. People are usually like that right off the bat, though. Next question. Next question. Okay. Oh, people have really weird questions out here. Um, what about faking an orgasm? 
female orgasms faking an orgasm? That, that's not really a question. Like if, are people just asking, like, like our opinion on it? Yeah. I just think you're doing everyone a fucking disservice. Why do you want to give a man the satisfaction of thinking that he, like, did well for you if he didn't? Unless you honestly just want to get the fuck out of there and that's why you're doing it? Yeah, like, I just think if it's going to be someone, like, you're hooking up with, like, more than once especially, why would you fake it? You're actually just making the sex worse for yourself you're making the sex worse and, you're and then they think that what they did was right but like no it wasn't and then they're just gonna do that thing again and, and um, yeah and then it's just still gonna be a problem and then like you're just gonna keep avoiding it and like no and then eventually you're gonna have to confront it and then that person's gonna be like wait have you ever faked an orgasm with me and then you get into that really awkward conversation about explaining that you yeah. faked orgasms for a really long time not that i've ever been there or anything <laughs> <laughs> i've honestly never faked one i honestly don't care too sorry if you saw you can't there's no point i'm sorry i'm not a liar <laughs> not a liar i've never claimed to be a liar <laughs> um uh, my favorite thing ever is the post game breakdown session after <laughs> what, was what was that noise it just came out of your mouth <laughs> like, like, <he. laughs> oh i'm herbert all the time i had a flashback So recently I experienced something where somebody was like, oh, no, this is so... I'm no. <laughs> Never mind. Do I say this? I don't know. No, I, maybe we'll cut it out after. Okay. <laughs> Actually, this was like one after like one of the first few times I like had sexual intercourse with this person. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> and we sat beside each other mm. after. Mm-hmm. And the person goes, all right, give me the breakdown. What's the feedback? And I was like, what? And they're like, what did you like? What didn't you like? Like, whatever. But like in a casual, like funny way. Okay. Like it was so chill and it was so funny. And I fucking died. Honestly, being able to spill my guts about everything I thought about the entire situation was just so jokes, but also was very rewarding the next time we fucked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um what was the question <laughs> this girl just starts talking Flash about her back. sex life and, like no one asked <laughs> i'm just over here having flashbacks yesterday <laughs> like, why did i get into that <laughs> oh we we're talking about faking orgasms that's why no guys i said this is <laughs> <laughs> i said this with valid reason it's because the point is uh, that you will never have to fake an orgasm if you have the post-game conversation <laughs> you know what i mean mm. are you having a flashback right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways i think we need to move on from that question huh. <laughs> How to casually ask someone you just met that they're clean before going home with them. Especially when the sexual tension is so high in the moment. I don't want to risk being lied to and risk getting something. (laughs) What? What is your thoughts on this? It's just really fucking important to ask because I promise you. Like, Like, have you asked or has someone else asked you? Or like, how has that one about before? Or have you never been in that situation? I've been in that situation. I've always asked because genuinely. At what point do you stop and ask? Like, right when you're about to go? Like, like, 
Mm-hmm. TMI, I want to know. <laughs> a moment of silence. <laughs> okay, my experience has genuinely been kind of like an in-the-moment thing. Like, you just, like spit it out. Yeah, it's kind of just like a wait, like when was the last time that you got tested kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, have you ever had anything? Like, I know that it's... Oh, is that what you say? Yeah, I know that it's fucking uncomfortable, but genuinely, the next morning, it's not going to have been worth it. I don't fucking care how good the orgasm was. If you're sitting there stressing and sweating and thinking, like, oh... Oh my god, I could have something. And, like, also, like, if that person just went home with you, quite honestly, after one night, do you really think that it's the first time that they've ever done that? Yeah, definitely not. Like, are you that one person that made them go... No, probably not. So it's really important if you are going to have, like, a one-night stand to ask those questions use protection like especially not even if it's just a one-night stand but like even if like you're in that situation with someone for the first time like and it comes up like because like when would it really like realistically come up before then like it probably wouldn't probably won't come up until like clothes are coming off but like ask the fucking question i promise you it is worth it i have known way too many people that have ended up in situations where they're going to a doctor and they're waiting in a waiting room and they're sweating genuinely yeah yeah because they got a text that's so scary it's it's scary as but fuck. even still like honestly i remember the like recent not recently but like in like my recent years um one time the person that i was with just like literally spat it out they were like just so you know like i'm clean literally in the moment didn't even like take away from what was going on like at all just putting it out there like even if you don't ask the question and like you say yourself like just so you know like i'm clean that sparks the conversation like they're either going to be like me too or i don't know what else their response is going to be but like the point is at least you just said that so like somebody put it on the table that like that's what you're thinking about and then like you just move on from there like it's really not that big of a deal and like honestly if somebody ever gets butthurt about you bringing that up like before you're about to have sex with them that's a bigger tell of who they are yeah and then at that point if it becomes even a deal you say sorry bud gotta go um this isn't happening because that's absurd never feel uncomfortable about asking that question because the other person is probably thinking the exact same thing and is having a little bit of difficulty with like how to bring it up in a way that's not offensive and isn't making you know it seem like they're worried about you for some reason okay someone asked what are your thoughts on long distance me and my boyfriend have been together nearly three years and we have a great relationship but he's planning on moving halfway across the country do you have any tips or ideas about how to go about this in my personal experience and what i've seen from friends i only think long distance works if there is an end frame to it like if you know the timeline of what that distance is going to be if it's inevitable if he's moving across the country and that's where he's going to be and you're going to be in that place that's really difficult you definitely like need to make a good plan of like seeing each other it's really important to like have things to look forward to yeah i'm not the biggest proponent like i just think that um in terms of long distance uh, forever long distance unfortunately is not in my opinion like a real relate i'm not trying to say it's like not a real relationship because like it is but i just think that you're never gonna have the same experience as somebody who does end up like fully together because if it's for a short period of time like for example they're moving halfway across the world like for school for a couple Mm -hmm. years like maybe it's two years yeah that sucks but like you know after the two years like you still have a goal of living together just like you were saying there's an end time to it 
So you have something to like at least look forward to and know that like this isn't just a waste of your time. Where like if it's not for sure like when that person's going to either move back or like if you already know for a fact like you don't ever want to live there and like they have no plans of coming back, like sorry, but you're going two different directions like with your life. I've seen someone just prolong something for two years literally with having the outcome that they already could have known was going to happen from day one. Yeah. So just be careful with your heart, I would say. Okay, this is kind of a good one. Okay. Do you want to ask it? How did you guys get into the mindset of no caring about others? I think they meant not caring about others and just having fun without the commitment. I want to have that mindset too, but can never go all the way. Like right off the bat, my first thought is like some people are born this way and some people aren't. I don't think it's something that you necessarily have a mindset of doing. I think some people can do this and some people can't. Yes, but I do think even if you are in the mindset where you've consistently cared about what others think, you can't get to a better headspace of realizing that you need to give less of a fuck. Because at the end of the day, we're all just animals on a floating fucking rock and we're going to (laughs) die And you should just be living in the moment and for yourself because who fucking cares? Like whether that comes down to like talking to boys and like being out there or like posting on social media or like taking that job that's halfway across the world, whatever that thing is, like why should someone else's life and their opinion of you be dictating anything that you're doing with your own? Yeah, I think that there's just so much behind the scenes like if you're comfy on your own like it's always back to the confidence thing and like your Mm self-assurance type thing you don't need anyone else it's like the whole mindset of just like being okay alone once you're being okay alone like or once you're set in that i don't need anyone i don't need anything i don't need any experience like and whatever happens happens that's when you'll be happiest doing that but if you're like doing this thing like feeling like sad all the time or like neglected or whatever it's probably because you're not okay by yourself so like you're hoping that whatever those situations are like turn into something else because like you feel like you need that Mm -hmm. um but if you're really in the same phase that we're talking about where it's like you really don't care or need anyone um it just naturally happens because at that point you're not expecting anything from anyone like you're not expected to do anything from anyone else you know yeah I I just think, think about how much time you're focusing on what you're doing and what other people think about what you're doing or how they see you. Everyone else is probably thinking the exact same fucking thing and has about the attention span of five seconds maximum to be thinking about you or even realizing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Think about how fast you scroll through TikTok, for an example. Yeah. People aren't watching that video 45 times like you're watching the video that you made of yourself making sure that you look okay. So just go about life a little bit more like that. Everyone is so focused on themselves. So take that, run with it, and do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah, that's so true. Very true. Um, Okay, let's find one last question. Would you leave your significant other for a celebrity? absolutely not no (laughs) i was gonna give you some tea (laughs) funny story funny funny story i was in vegas at the end of april yeah early may yeah and i met somebody while i was there um pretty well-known guy Mm -hmm. 
And it really put things in perspective for me that even though someone's a celebrity, you cannot get past someone's personality. Like, I don't give a shit how many followers you have. Like, if you are not... um, the guy was like super nice like very genuine guy honestly i'm not saying that but like i'm a vibes kind of person like if i don't vibe with you and like like i can vibe with you but not on a sexual level like if i don't get like a sexual tension from you or something in our first encounter (laughs) or like you know what i mean like pretty soon after like no absolutely not like would it have been a good story yeah um but like celebrities are normal people guys i'm so sorry to say that to you but like I met somebody, like, the guy who I'm talking about, like, I would have thought that this guy even had an ego. Honestly, if you would have had an ego, I would have been like, that's even better. Um, But he was such a genuine, like, little shy little boy, honestly, it felt like, that I was like, it wouldn't even be that funny of a story because, like, I don't even think you're that cool. Yeah. Um, I I mean, like, whatever, not in the bad way, sorry. Like, I don't want to say that they're not cool. Like, they're cool in their own way. I just mean, like, for me, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If he didn't have that name attached to him and that following. Yeah, he wouldn't have caught my attention. Yeah, and that's, like, the biggest thing. And honestly, Mm -hmm. like, I can talk about this from the other side of the spectrum, too, because LA guy definitely has some really big IG models. Yeah. Some famous people, TikTokers, whatever, in his DMs. But that hasn't made that person like turn an eye and he's no. talked about experiences with some people that I've thought are like oh my god like I 100% think that you would leave me for that person yeah 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 but that's like, not I, how it is I really didn't fuck with that person we had nothing in common we had like literally the energy just like wasn't good yeah and that's kind of like what I was just saying yeah. too like that guy that I'm talking about like he actually got my number yeah. he hit me up but like you can like ask yeah from experience like to me, I was like, oh my god, like, this is so whack that this person is messaging me, but I didn't even care to respond. Like, that's how, like, much I was, like, not phased by the fact that they had a following because they genuinely just weren't my type of guy. Well, again, also, I completely agree with that because think about yeah, Raya yeah. and some of the people that have slid in that for a second we'd be like, oh my god, like, holy fuck. yeah. I don't actually give a fuck to have a conversation. No, like you literally just stop answering. It's just like not. I just, I just don't think that that, at the end of the day, really plays any role in, like, what I want in a relationship. Not at all. I just wanted to show you guys from the guy's perspective too. Like, don't be worried that if your boyfriend, you know, sees their favorite like celebrity, they're about to fucking leave you for them. Like, no. If they're smart, they won't. No. No, it's just not worth it. Honestly. But to backtrack, <laughs> let's just say that the celebrity in question was your vibe. Okay. I think that changes things. I'm not saying you're going to leave your significant other for it. I just mean, like, if, like, you met a celebrity. Like, I'm not saying, like, downplaying all celebrities in general. I, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure that you guys don't know I'm, like, hating on celebrities. I'm just saying that they're real people and, like, they have real personalities. Like, they're not all, like, on this pedestal. So, yeah. like, when you meet them, like, some people are cool. And, like, you might fuck with them. But, like, other people are very normal and, like at the end of the day they're, they're yeah. just a person they and if have a it was like with them. walking by them on the street you probably wouldn't even notice that they were there anyways i just think in that case like you just asked it kind of would be the same if i met just someone in general like yeah yeah it is I, that i fucked with more it than is. the person that i'm with yeah like, yeah no exactly that would just maybe make me reevaluate the person you're with the person that i'm with yeah yeah literally okay i think this is should this be our last question sure 
What does it mean when your friend cuddles you and gives you kisses on your forehead, but never says he wants you to be his girlfriend? What do I do? Wait. Do we think they fuck? Yeah, I think they fuck. Like, I think it's like... <sighs> it seems like such a wholesome question. Yeah, it's like an after sex kind of like... I hope that's what they mean. Moment Sorry. of silence. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like thinking the absolute fucking worst. To be honest, I think that you always just need to like take people's actions and their words for what they are and not like read into like micro gestures and be like, well, this is something that a boyfriend would do. Well, because at the end of the day, like you are, if you're hanging out like that, unless they're actually like a heartless fuck, like no one. I mean, I don't want to say, like, no one, because it's probably, like, happens, but it's rare. They're not just going to, like, fuck you and then, like, not hang out with you, period, or touch you after that. Like, if they're, like, they're not just going to only touch you, like, during sex. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So I feel like you shouldn't judge too hard that they're, like, making those other little gestures, because, like, if they weren't, I feel like that'd be worse, even if there's no feelings attached to it. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. That's why I'm saying don't read into like the little things because their big actions and their big words are like what you should actually be taking into account in terms of like if they want a relationship. Yeah, I think that if anything, like the first thing I would do in that situation, I mean, I don't know. It would depend on if I care or not, like if it mattered. But if it did matter to me, I would probably kind of read the room besides that. Like, what's going on besides the forehead kisses and the cuddles? Like, are they talking to you? Are they taking you out? Like, yeah. are they, like, you know, making an effort elsewhere? I remember when I was with... After I was with one of my exes, mm-hmm. when we started talking again, I would just, like, read into all of the little things. And I'd be like, well, like, he's being a better person because, like, he did this little thing. Or, he like, gave me forehead kisses. He, <laughs> he said this little thing. But... He didn't do any of the actual work, so it really didn't make a difference. Yeah. I feel like it. those little things, I don't think they matter that much. And in terms of what do you do, just read the room. Read the room. Start giving him forehead kisses. See how he feels. See if he starts asking no, questions. No, no don't do that. Don't do that. But maybe, maybe, maybe get really drunk and just make like a negative comment. This is so toxic. Just make a negative comment about it. Or like next time he like gives you a forehead kiss be like what are you doing if you were in <laughs> middle school i am so sorry all of our advice is also take all of our advice with a grain of salt i'm a young woman i don't know what i'm talking about all the time or most of the time neither does yes uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's honestly yeah. true okay guys i think that's all we have for today um it was fancy hanging out with you i had a great time i hope you did too i know i did don't forget to follow Send the Location Pod on Instagram and on TikTok if you guys aren't already. We'd love you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I love you guys. You're the only one, babe. <laughs> the only one for us. I'm going to London tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Another thing to note. Serena's fucking leaving me for two weeks, okay? So anything that I get up to... Anything that I get up to... Yeah, I want Across. some stories. I want some stories. My sister and I are going out. She wants to meet an English man. She told me. <laughs> she said we have a mission. And I said, okay, let's go. Anyways, so me and my younger sister will be living it up in London. I'm going to... In Lundo town. Go make a ruckus in my hometown. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic idea. I'm going to leave you to that. 
we will recap later thanks for hanging out guys thanks bye bye ciao kisses on the